he would just stir us up in our heart of hearts to realize, Lord God, that you are so wanting to reach all our friends and family. And the saints say, and the saints say, come on, let's really give it up for Jesus right there. Come on. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. God bless you. You can take a seat. Julia's going to preach, but she hit the wall on the way back from Sydney or Foster. She would still preach. I mean, I know she would, wouldn't she, Jill? She would still preach. I mean, but I said, no, look, let me preach tonight. I've got something, something dear to my heart. And it stirred up from last night because I went to Maryland's RSL. Anyone ever been to Maryland's RSL? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been at Maryland? <laughs> Matthew Richards, how did you ever get to be at Maryland's RSL? All right. Oh, I'm amazed. I'm not surprised. You've been everywhere. You've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. So we got down there, and we were supposed to be watching the dance concert, Andrew, but we had to make this huge sacrifice. There's that word again and not go to our first dance concert of our precious daughter, Jilly. Um, and we said, look, we'd love to be at the dance concert. We are always there. And we saw the rehearsals yesterday. It was fantastic. But we had to go because of the Facebook influence and these girls that I'm supposed to know. You've got to be there, Phil. You remember me. da 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 la I don't remember you. And... Yes, you must remember us, Kim and Leone and us. I don't know you people anymore. It's been 35 years and a lot has happened, a lot of water under the bridge and I've just forgotten about 1974, leaving school. I hardly even knew you were anyway at school, but we went there and I was compelled to go there and it was an awesome experience of running into people that have obviously changed. But there they were when I looked into their eyes. It's you. And as we were dancing on the dance floor, and um, somehow I became the life of the party, and, and uh, just to show that Christians can have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I hate that thought of Christians are boring, irrelevant, and so I liked to, to, and this great band came out, 10-piece band, doing Joe Cocker music. Who likes Joe Cocker? The 70s stuff. And we got out there and we danced and I pulled everyone out. Come on, this is it. This is our last opportunity. We haven't done, done this since Hush at our school dance in 74. And so we, we really had a good time. But trying to work out you know, I think I know you. I think I'm supposed to be excited. Yes, I think and it just became all surreal, very surreal. So with that, I thought at the end of the night, I really do love these people. And listen, you teenagers at school, I never really invested a lot of my, my, uh, my time, my emotion, or I was very shy. The girls said they could not get uh, eye contact with me. Apparently, there was a lot of girls that liked me, and um, I'm not bragging. I'm just trying to make a point. Uh, I think it was my hair. I had hair like this. It was, it was the best thing I had going, just this hair. It was just like massive. It was like a big afro. 
and that really blessed the girls. And um, they wanted that hair. Maybe, yeah, okay, they were much more advanced than me. I, yeah, anyway. And so I'm just starting to make some conclusions all this time later. Anyway, um, and so they, they, they said, we could not get co- eye contact with you. You're the shyest guy in the whole form. And, uh, and I said, look, I really wish I'd gotten to know you. I wish I really did know you now, but knew you back then. And, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I remember your name. I remember your name. Um, but I hardly remember you. But I, I was really dancing a lot, Bryce. I was really dancing a lot around this whole occasion. Of just, you know, and, and they were really blessed that I turned up. Really blessed that I turned up. And... <laughs> Get out of here, you guys. And, uh, and then they said, oh, you ended up with Julie. And they go, how did that happen? You were a surf bum, and she was the, she was the um, show business girl. Julie was the show business girl. You always done up and make up and uh, far flung from the western suburbs type of girl. <laughs> and, uh, and that caused Julie a lot of grief, but anyway, we won't go there. And so they said, how did you two get together? And then they'd get Julie aside and they'd say, what happened to this guy? What happened to this guy, this Phil? He was so shy because I started to, to sort of do some leadership. I, I wanted to pull the whole team, the 30 people, most you know, 50-year-olds, out of the dance club. And I wanted to get them into the dark room so I could do a, a video because there was a lady there, one of our students who had a great video camera. I said, let's get out of here. Let's document this before anyone goes. And let's, let's introduce ourselves, because I still don't know you, but I'll get home and look at my school photos and go, oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's you with hair, that's you without hair. Okay, okay, great. That's, yeah, and that's, yeah, anyway, won't go there. And, um, and I said, let's, and they were grateful for that. They said, oh, thanks for that. But, um, and then one girl says, because I was doing some leadership stuff, you know, you come on in there, you were there, you were there, and they go, wow, you never used to be like this, this is, this is, who is this guy? And they'd get Julia aside, what's happened to him? What's happened to this shy guy that we knew? Couldn't get boo out of him. One lady said, they said, you, you should be a public speaker. And another girl said, he is a public speaker. And then this other girl says, no, I mean, do weddings, uh, no, not do weddings, um, MC, MC weddings. And this other girl says, he does weddings. He's a pastor. Uh, and the girl goes, what do you mean? I mean, and she didn't know I was a minister. So a lot of these people are doing backflips that, um, <laughs> that I was a minister. <laughs> and it was a very funny situation, a very funny situation. But um, in the end, I really got a heart for him. I love them all. And if you're listening on the internet, because our sermons go on the internet, I love each one of you dearly, uh, and you're awesome, and I do want to see you connected to God. Is that cool? Is that cool? I just ultimately want to see them connected to God. So I'm, I'm going to go there a little bit, and I'm going to teach you how to get your friend to God uh, in a very simple way, and, and, and try and understand uh, some of the, I guess ways you can do that. So let's look at the first scripture. If I was to give you uh, my Facebook password, could you get up my last, my last entry, Tim? Yeah, 
it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I can give it, but don't, don't give my password away. It's, yeah, it's, my, it, it's my email address. Because I've got to get the photo of these, my, my friends. I've put up the last one. I'm getting hands in that. Is this all cool? Okay, Garth, you guard this, guard this password. Give it to Tim Phillips. He's the one I trust. Yeah, I trust you, but he's, he's a more mature, trusted version than you. You might get tempted. The Bible says youth, you know, can get tempted. and Yes, that's right. But if you give that to those guys and, uh, and, and, and don't, don't suffer the temptation of trying to look at it, I want to get my friends up. There's a photo of my last inclusion. Email address and that password will do it. Let's go. Can, Jeremy, can I go to John 13, If you've got your Bibles, give them a wave. Dust off the cobwebs. Bibles can be um, purchased. Oh, they can't read it? Oh, they got it. They locked it. And now rip it up. Get a lighter. Burn it out on that back step. Eat it. Yeah. Because I've heard of all this funny stuff, especially with... Anyway. Praise God. Um, let's have a look. This, this, this preach is not going to go long. 20 minutes. Are you, are you cool with 20 minutes? It's about my school friends who I think mostly unsaved. And so I'm going to preach to you, my dear school friends. And I'm going to preach to you about your school friends that you know that you will catch up to one day. Uh, 35 years down the line, I don't know, or two years down the line. But uh, they're out there. They're out there, and they mean something to you. Again, I'll go back to the... If you're at school, why don't, why don't you invest a little bit more time and effort into some of the other friends that are in your world? I should have invested a lot more time and effort into a lot of these other friends. I knew them, but I just kept them all at a distance. But there's no harm in saying hi to someone giving them a courtesy glance and uh, maybe finding out their name. They're in your world, they're in your class, they're in your school. Why don't you do that? Because 35 years down the line, you might, it might be a better reunion. Amen. John 13, 33, let's begin. We're on a journey towards God. Jesus, he says this, he's about to be arrested, and he says this, and, and, and some last... Uh, you know, last will and testament stuff. And who knows that when you're about to demise, um, oh, that tragic story of a girl. She was on a marathon, uh, England. She was running. Athletic girl, collapsed on the oval. Her friends ran over to her and she said, I feel like I'm dying. And, and then she said, and her friends are all around her, PE teacher trying to bring her back. And then she says, I love you. I love you all. And died. I mean, my God. I mean, this stuff can happen. This stuff can happen. So we're on a journey, and a journey towards God. So John 13, 33. Stuff can happen. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look uh, for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now where I am going, you cannot come. John 13, 34. A new command I give you, love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. 
So you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another, Jill. Like, like if, if unsaved people come in here, they're going to know the Bible. Jesus says, and you come out and I give you, love one another as I have loved you. Who knows that Jesus would be a very sincere, genuine, you know, friendship if you had him as a friend. All I have, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I love this. This um, student got Jules to the side. He says, yeah, you feel, but I remember coming to your place. This young girl that knew John, who's my age, Julie's brother, John, that's how I met Julie through her brother, my age. Julie's just a bit younger than me. But this girl that now I'm standing with at the Maryland's RSL school reunion, she says to Jules, but I remember coming to your place and I love coming to your place. Jill, Jill is mother. Hold your hand up, Jill. You're the mother of Julie. And she is, uh, she's awesome. Well, give her a clap, everyone. She did our books for about five years. She did the books and the finances and stuff like that. Did an awesome job. But she said, and this precious woman now is about 50, and she looks maybe a little bit spent and a little bit disheartened. I know she's going through a marriage breakup. And she says, you know what, Julie? I used to love coming to your mother's place and getting the big hug. And I miss those big hugs. She said, I used to like hanging out with your brother. I didn't like your brother so much. But I used to hang out with your brother so I could come to your house and see your mum. See the mum. Because my house was so dysfunctional. And when I got hugs from your mum, it, it, I felt like life was normal Isn't for a while. Is that right? That is so precious. One of the key things that Aussies and that the world needs is love. Genuine love. Here's a scripture, 1 Thessalonians 2.8. We love you so much that we were delighted to share... Think about me having to go to Maryland's RSL last night. All right. We we love you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. You, You see that? Phil, we appreciate you're a minister... We appreciate you found God. You're a Christian. You're a born-againer. Say born-againer. <laughs> oh, you're a born-againer. Are oh, you're one of those born-againers. That's what one... You're a born-againer. How, how did that happen? Vicky, you're a born-againer. Gee whiz. Never thought. So, um, the, these people mostly all unsaved, were just so happy that I was willing to share my life with them. Not preach at them, because I didn't get to preach to anyone all night. I just boogied, danced to Joe Cocker. I said, this guy is different. He's supposed to be a minister. Yeah, you got that? Yeah, I want it. If you got that picture, yeah, that's fantastic. That's me in the yellow. In the, in the yellow, says something. These are all some, some of our friends. And they're still rocking at the age 50. 
And they were so glad for this. We love you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, because you had become dear to us. These people last night had become dear to me all over again. It was amazing. And so, yeah, leave it up. If you can leave that up, my God. Yeah, yeah, from the album, Fairvale High School. That was my school, 74. So I was a Westie. And there they are. They'd be freaking right now if they knew that they were being shown in a church, Christian church. But there was about 30 of us. That's about half of them. And so we came together and we had something synonymous about sharing a period of time from the age of 12, Bryce, to the age of 16, which I think is such a precious time. Such a precious time. I'm talking to the 12 to the 16-year-old guys. Every relationship of friendship and that, just treat it with, with, with just such appreciation. Because one day, one day you might meet up with them again and they might become precious like these people have become. I don't know hardly any of them. I know their names, but when I look at them, I don't know you. But it was great. We enjoyed it. We absolutely enjoy it. Just leave it up. That's great. John 17, verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be... This is the last priestly prayer of Jesus. May they also be in us so that the world... Hang on. So that the world may believe that you have sent me. So this scripture is saying, if you've got love, if you've got unity in your family, the community called church. See, one of, the, one of the radical ways that we can evangelize is by just getting people into this building and showing them this incredible dynamic in this life called unity. People liking each other, loving each other on a radical journey, but loving each other. This, this, this component that seemingly comes easy for Jill Connell but a struggle for most others. But I think you must have tapped into a reservoir of love, like a gusher, like a, an oil gusher, and or plugged into the 240 socket. And, and you too, sis, you're both the same. I've got the dynamic duo of the love, the love factor here. Both of you just have this incredible disposition to share love, to give love away. Hugs, smiles, expression. It's awesome. And it blesses people. And what it does on mass as a church, it can show the world that this stuff is real. The church and the gospel is real. Otherwise, you wouldn't act like this. You wouldn't behave like this. You wouldn't do it out of a sense of duty or obligation. But when you got this stuff and you commit to this stuff as a church, I'm telling you, this stuff is real. This stuff is supernaturally real. This stuff is real. It was real. It was electrifying last night. I was going, wow. Man, if we could bottle this, we, we could sell this, this love stuff between us. Wow. Love this stuff. But in the house is the same. So Jesus said, if you get that in your church, if you get that in your life, may that they also be in us so that the world, the world will believe that the Father sent the Son. 22, 
I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be in one as I am one with you. I and them, you and me, may they be brought to complete unity. So to let the world know, to let the world know, the people out there, that you sent me. This is Jesus saying, that let them see the love between the disciples. Let them see the love in the church so that the world will know that the Father has sent the Son so that Jesus is who he is. Do you get that? The invisible God is made visible through the love of the people. Say that after me. The invisible God is made visible through the love of the people. This Christian community of love. These people that are committed to each other. Like these people. We feel like we're journeying into life, journey in life together. We felt like we've come from somewhere we're going towards somewhere, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. 1 Peter 3.15, just a couple more scriptures. And in fact, Julie, I'm thinking about the dance school. When those uh, lots of unsaved people again, unchurched people, came into the dance school, 180 people, I'm led to believe, when they came into this community of faith, still a church, and there's still, you know, the team is all... Uh, God people, gospel people, church people, faith people, however you want to call them. And really, you're a Christian. And really, everything is really sort of, you know, it, it, it's just oozing with, with the God love. So when these people come in, they go, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, this, this can work. This, this is quite amazing. Uh, yeah, you mean they do this on Sunday, this love, this atmosphere this dynamic of faith, hope, and love. Is this, is this here on Sundays? Do these actually people live like this? Do they live like this? Do they really walk like this? Do they talk like this? Yeah, we do. One Peter three fifteen. But in your heart set apart Christ as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Oh, please, don't give people a bunch of religion or a bunch of argument why God is and that. Don't do that. Oh, God is because... Just smile, love them, dance with them, be friendly with them. Don't give them a bunch of theological arguments of how Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit. People don't want that. Do you want that? Who wants that? Who wants an argument? I'd rather have an experience of love. Who's into the experience of love? Love. Who's into the experience of love? I want to feel my God's love. I don't want to lecture. I don't want to stand in front of my old teachers or... We tried to invite a teacher to come along. He wouldn't come. He wonder why. <laughs> he probably caned half the class. He probably caned half. Of the Bible says in Ephesians 2.22, And in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. This church God lives in. This is the way to get people to God. Okay, here we go. Three strands of evangelism. Nearly done. This is good. Uh, one, building relationships. Evan do, do you know what the word evangelism means? Like reaching out to people, reaching out. And we stumble right there. Long-term Christians might stumble right there. Oh, I couldn't talk about 
you know, I'm not etiquette, I'm, I'm not smart, I can't work on my feet if they argue and stuff. Oh, I'd get too nervous. Oh, gee whiz, you know, oh, I'd egg on my face. And I'd get embarrassed. I'm not like Garth Ball who knows, you know, how God is and was and is to come. I'm just, you know... Uh, the, the, you know, the beasts and the, and the dragon and, the, you know, the Iraq and Israel and, you know, I, don't, I just don't, but really, you don't have to go there because Garth can do that if you get him into the church. He can, he can share that stuff. Your job might be to do a barbecue with these people. So here's the first thing. Building relationships with people. Christians are about building relationships with people and you can do that at school, you can do that out there. Building relationships, not cutting people off and saying, oh, you're not, I know you're not saved. That's it. No, you're not one of us. And, uh, you know, oh, you wouldn't understand. What would you know? You know, cut mum and dad off and cut your brother and sister off. I know people cut their brother and sister off. You, you wouldn't know anything, you know. Let them laugh at you. Let them mock you. It's cool. They don't understand yet. But they will. They'll get there. Just keep loving them. If you love them, you'll prove God is in you. You'll prove the supernatural power of God is in you. If you just keep loving them, come back the next day and love them again. Keep loving them again. Doesn't matter. That will witness to them more than any any sort of... Uh, the second thing, sharing the gospel. Yes, you can share the gospel. This is like three strands, a piece of rope. It's, it's like, it is, it's like a three-stranded rope. And so the second one is you can share the gospel, definitely, measuredly, but don't give them last day stuff. Don't give them profound revelations of, of you know, Ezekiel's wheels and uh, Jeremiah's uh, cisterns. And, you know, help me, don't do that. You'll kill that person and you'll, you'll inoculate them from church. They'll never come to church. They'll think we're just prancing on about all sorts of stuff. Do this, just share God. Love the world, for, for so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's, it's a bit like that. Just keep it simple. Keep, and as, even as they're trying to tease out more, just keep it simple. Third one is uh, introducing people to the community. Get people to church. Third one is get people to church. Get people to the youth group. Get people to the connect group. Get people to the house. We will do the rest. God will do the rest in the house. The love of God's working right now. It's working right now. It's, it's happening right now. You're experiencing God right now. The love of God's in this house. The power of God's in this house. His power is at work in this house right now. Ephesians 3.10 says, his intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rules and authorities in the heavenly realms according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ephesians 1.10 To be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment. To bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head under Christ Jesus. Right now on the planet, God is trying to round up his lost people, his lost sheep. He's distraughted. My, a lot of my friends are distraught with life. I'm not, I can't even go there with the stories that they were sh sharing about marriages that are broken and stuff and stuff and stuff. And my heart goes out to them. But I wasn't going to come at them with, you know, gee whiz, you, you should do this and that. And I just loved them. Just looked at them into their eyes and said, I remember you. Yeah, I remember you. 
And some other guy said, she was the hottest in the form. I said, that's right. She was the hot one, wasn't she? And that was, she just came alive. As you would. Because her glory days have slightly faded. But I said, I remember you. Yeah, you got the tick in the box. You were the hot one. Yeah, the, the boys knew, knew you. Get out of here. <laughs> he was getting uncomfortable with that. You know, you can dignify people. I said, you all look great. Ah, oh, look at you. You're doing so well, and they are. They're alive and well. They're surviving. I love that. I love survivors, Jules. And we said, you all look great. And they just went, oh, the minister, he thinks we're great. He's not pointing the bony finger at us saying, you're blind, so far from God. Sinner, sinner. Not Bush City Limits, bum, bum. That's, that's Phil. He's a minister. I don't care. Not Bush City Limits, bum, 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 bum. Oh, it's great. It's, they're going, I don't get it. Ministry's supposed to have a collar. Reserved. This guy is out there, and Julie and I, bum, 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 kissing each other. And then they thought we, maybe we had bought a beer, but it was ginger beer. I said, well, we thought we had a beer. No, it was ginger beer. We had one lemon-lime bitters on the rocks and then one ginger beer. And we were not Bush City Limits. 25's a speed limit. And these people were loving it. They were loving that we had found something that was relevant, that was real, that was life. And past, not past, Phil had broken through the shyness of not even being able to have eye contact, especially with girls. Girls freaked me out. They did. I just had a real problem. Girls, I went, oh God, don't look at me. Someone called, he like, she likes you. I went, oh no. this hair. I've got to get rid of it. And they loved this life that we had. They saw it. And another girl said, another girl said, you really love each other. How long have you been married? 25 years last week. They said, wow. Now they're looking at us going, my God. And so now, only one of the few marriages that have survived. I'm not sure. I think I'm nearly done. Um, James, James 1, 18, he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all. I love this quote. Uh, C.S. Lewis, we are the first ray of light breaking through into the darkness of a disordered and fractured universe. This RSL, by the way, I mean, I mean the environment, the people, I could see their brokenness. Walking around, dead people. My friends were the most lively people in the place. And church becomes like this community of love. It becomes a sign and a wonder. If you can get your friends to church, I'm telling you what, man. God will turn on the lights. God will brilliantly show his glory 
powerfully and wonderfully. Get them into the community of faith, the community of faith and love, and God will do the rest. Don't try and witness to them if you don't, if you don't feel to do that. Just get them here. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Just get them here some way, somehow. God will powerfully, supernaturally do the rest in Jesus' name. Do you know what I'm saying? Just get them here. It's the presence of God. This is none other than the house of God. A gateway into heaven, the Bible says. There is a gateway between us and the supernatural. Forget all the supernatural you see on TV. This is real right now. There's a gateway and it's open right now by the power of prayer and by a people of God subscribed to God. We have an open heaven and right now heaven is looking over the sapphire sill of heaven, peering down at C3 Tugra and saying, go guys, go. Be encouraged. Be blessed, be loved, be healed, be anointed, be set free. Get them into the community love and see what God... This is a sign and a wonder. This is evangelism right now, this house, right now. It's doing it. It's throbbing. It's emanating the love of God. What is that noise? The Marty people say, what did you do? frogs in the... It's just humming. This blue heat energy. Get more people on fire, more in unity, more in love. And I'm telling you what, all my friends will be saved by that. They'll ne- my friends will never be saved by religion. They'll never be saved by some patsy religious thing. But they will be saved by the love of God. The love of God that was shown last night through Nutbush City Limited, 25's a speed limit. Because they're looking for relevance. They're looking for people who enjoy, who love, who have a spark, who have a love, who have a vision, who have health, who have wealth, who have success, who have vision, who are rocking, who are doing great stuff in God. That alone is the miracle that we have in God. Let's all stand. God bless you. I want to pray for anyone in the house right now. If you're disconnected from God, if you feel like you're separated from God's love, I want to just, can I have some music right now, please? God bless you. Christians are often perceived as irrelevant, self-righteous, but we're not if you're in love with God. So Father, tonight... We pray that if there be anyone in the house that just needs a divine connection, the Bible says if you acknowledge Jesus Christ, if you believe that he walked the earth 2,000 years ago, if you believe he walked the earth 2,000 years ago and paid a great price for you to be saved, to be healed, cleansed, forgiven of all your sin, the Bible says just through the simple confession of your mouth and a belief in your heart, you can be saved. Who believes that? Who believes that tonight? Come on, who really believes?